It's uplifting, always encouraging on Shine 104.9 in Spokane and Coeur d'Alene with the Red Ray of Hope in your afternoon. And our special guest today with Spokane Fatherhood Initiative is Ron Howenstein, and he is executive director. Thank you, Ron, for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And you know what else? Our very own Dee Marie is here as well. So she's going to share and asking questions, Ron. But you've also been a part of SPOFI, Spokane Fatherhood Initiative. So, Dee, thank you also for taking time and being with us. It's a pleasure. So, um, first off, Ron, tell us a little bit about the history of SPOFI and what your vision is. I was a volunteer at the Union Gospel Missions Shelter for Homeless Women and Children for 10 years. And during that period of time, I saw hundreds of women with two and three and four kids, oftentimes from two and three and four different dads. And I saw the behavior problems that those kids exhibited. I saw very little optimistic hope for the future of these women to escape poverty, for their kids to escape poverty. They were broken. So I began... praying and talking to other people. What's the answer to this? And in April of 2012, an article came out in Christianity Today magazine about a fatherhood program in Richmond, Virginia. And the headline of the article was something like, where have all the fathers gone? And the the city council of Richmond declared fatherlessness to be a public health problem, just like venereal disease, and committed public tax dollars to it. And I came to the conclusion that that that's what is the answer, is fatherhood and promoting fatherhood and restoring fatherhood. Um, Marriage would be wonderful, but when I looked at the handsome, eligible young men in our church, wondering if they really wanted to marry a a woman without an education, uh, with three kids from two different dads and a history of addiction, that's not what young men want to want to take on in a marriage. Mm-hmm. So let's restore fatherhood. So I began walking around town, <clears throat> talking to people, saying I'm thinking of starting a fatherhood ministry. And, and the response was nearly universal. Just about everywhere I went, the response was the same. That is so needed. That is so needed. And then I'd say, well, will the problems of fatherless never ever be resolved if the church isn't involved? And they say, of course not. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> we have something now that the community is saying is so desperately needed and the church must step up. So we, in 2017, incorporated as a faith-based nonprofit and have been on a wonderful rocket ride ever since. Wow, that's awesome. Well, I can tell you as a single mom myself with two boys and two girls, could certainly have used some help from a godly father for their relationship and for my kids to have that relationship with their dad yeah. growing up. And I could really see how they missed out on a lot of things. I, I, I see other kids in the neighborhood, you know, working on cars and just spending that bonding time with their dads. And I just personally think that's so important, so important for the young men to have that, that example. It's Shine 104.9, and we're online, too, at shine1049.org. Lorenda, a ray of hope in your afternoon. Our guest today is Ron Hallenstein, the director of Spokane Fatherhood Initiative, or SPOFI. So in essence, Ron, when a man goes through your program for Spokane Fatherhood Initiative, you are really not just transforming him, but you're transforming generations to come. And we think our approach is multi-generational. If we can build better dads become better parents, their kids will ultimately be better parents. They will model the parenting that they receive. One guy took our classes, had not seen his kids in four years, four kids, 
<clears throat> still had a bunch of hurdles that, that mom put in, in front of him. It took two more years. Um, but after six years of separation, he got to see his kids. Mm. Initially supervised visits, and now he has them every other weekend. Mm. I got to go videotape the the second supervised visit, put them all on a couch. So here's dad in the middle with two kids on each side, and you hear my voice off camera saying, what do you want to say to the Spokane Fathered Initiative? The dad leans forward and says, his voice dominates. He says, thank you very much. But his son sitting next to him says, we love our dad. Wow. And seen his dad in six years. We love our dad. So there's something eternal that's planted in us, a hunger that doesn't go away, cannot be satisfied. We long to hear affirmation from our fathers. Good job, son. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm proud you're my son. Most people have never had a father's blessing. We spent about a year and a half uh, talking to the community, listening to the community, and asking what's needed. And we found that there was very little, if any, fatherhood training going on and a desperate hunger for that. So we researched some curricula, found a program called 24-7 Dad from the National Fatherhood Initiative. It's a program that's been taught for 20 years, used by hundreds of organizations across the country. It's evidence-based, so there's social science research that says men who take these classes will become better dads. There's evidence, demonstrated evidence of that. So we had a fundraiser, raised a little money, and, and started those classes in the fall of 2018. So these are comprehensive classes, uh, 12 sessions, two hours each. There's 24 hours of, of really is group conversation. We have many principles that, that are taught um, in the class, but the, the, I think the camaraderie that the men experience, they tell us that's one of the biggest draws, is men feel so alone today when they're fighting for their family and, uh, and oftentimes have to go to court to do that. So it's, it's not a fun experience. They feel very inadequate. <clears throat> Culture is telling them that they don't have anything to offer. Um, there is a natural tendency to believe that mom is a better parent. I should just step aside. The family will be better off without me. I'll just be the paycheck. Um, and, and we say no to that. Your kids need you. You're a valuable part and you're entitled to just as much time with kids as, as mom has. So let's let's get to work and see what we can do to make you a better dad. The classes are a great combination of character growth, introspection, and fatherhood tools. So while you're working on yourself and your issues, you know, you're also learning some fathering tips, some parenting tips um, along the way. So we've issued over 360 certificates of completion now to those classes. Amazingly, we've done it almost entirely with vol- volunteers. Our graduation rate's about 93%. You know, I'm so glad for the work that you are doing and being an advocate for fathers. It really seems like there's an assault against dads, against fathers, doesn't it? Absolutely. And now, Dee, you've been a part of some of these classes, right? Yes, I sure have. Had the privilege of being able to serve on the board of SPOFI for a couple of years. And that naturally led into just some opportunities to volunteer and come alongside Ron and some of the others and help in various areas. And one of the things I did was um, I helped with the Zoom classes as a fidelity monitor to make sure that Ron was teaching everything he should. <laughs> Anyway, that experience of being able to sit in on the classes and see these dads coming in 
with such a desire to be the dad that they know their kids need, but with also such a, a lack of confidence. I mean, it was pretty evident in a lot of these dads. And as what Ron was saying, empowering these dads, that's what Spofi does, to step up mm-hmm. and take on that mantle of leadership as father and be confident in that. And I loved just being in the classes and seeing Ron teach and some of the skills that were being laid out, some of the things that the dads needed to know about communication and dealing with anger and just so many other things that these classes go through in that 12 weeks. And then seeing right before my eyes, these dads just kind of blossoming. And as Ron said, finding a camaraderie, finding that all of a sudden, oh, I'm not alone in this. I don't feel, I don't have to feel like um, I'm the only dad that's, that's not killing it as a father, you know, because I think they really feel that way to see these dads being equipped and being filled with hope that, yes, I can do this. So it, it was an amazing experience. D helped with the advanced class that I teach. There's, oh. a, there's a basic class, and the transformation is really apparent in the basic class. So do they get a button that says, I'm a super dad no, when they've gone through we, the we, advanced we got, class? We got, we got some bling, you know. <laughs> um, but when dads come into the first session of that basic class, they're often dejected, discouraged, bitter, angry, um, unhappy, and... After about two sessions, you know, you begin to notice a real difference. Um, their demeanor changes, their their participation in the class changes. They begin to gel as a unit, and it's a fabulous thing. Okay, stay by. We want to find out who can sign up for these classes, who can get involved, and also want you to tell us a little bit about why fatherhood needs to be restored. So hang on. More with Ron Howenstein of Spokane Fatherhood Initiative on the way. Our guest today, Ron Howenstein of Spokane Fatherhood Initiative, or SPOFI. And Ron, you've been telling us about this amazing organization set up to equip dads, transform the lives of dads, and to give them the confidence for them to go out and be a father, a superhero father. So, Ron, tell us a little bit about, you know, some of the consequences of things that have happened due to the breakdown of of fatherhoods and and families, and and why does fatherhood need to be restored? Well, it's been a very interesting um, transition in my lifetime. When I was in the third grade at Reardon Elementary in 1960, the out-of-wedlock birth rate was 5%. So only five kids out of 100 came into the world without married parents. In just 10 years, when I graduated high school in 1970, that rate had doubled to 10%. So 10 kids out of 100 came into the world without parents who were married. Uh, That rate of change continued into um, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. It finally peaked at 40%. It's Mm. pretty much stayed at that level. More significantly, among women giving birth for the first time, the out-of-wedlock rate, I've seen numbers ranging from 55 to 80%. It's been above 50% since 2012. So what was once rare, an out-of-wedlock birth and the intact nuclear family, has now become the outlier. It's become the abnormal condition. Um, I heard recently a school teacher who said there is not one child in her class who's living, whose biological father is living in their household. Whoa. Not one. 
you know, when I was in the third grade, <laughs> you know, the problem I brought to school was the Yankees had lost the night before. <laughs> you know? But kids bring a whole different set of problems to school now. Yeah. Are, um, are, are moms and dads just not getting married as often well, these days? Is that what it is? 1970 was, was a pretty important year, not just because I graduated from high school that year. That was important. It, it was also <laughs> the year that post-World War II that marriage peaked in America. More people as a percentage of our, of our population were married in 1970 than have been since. And the decline since 1970 is 61%. Oh, wow. So what happens to a culture and a society when marriage is missing uh, as an important component of life? Mm-hmm. We, I think we're seeing it. I think we're seeing it. So what happens to a child when dad leaves? Or dad is never there. Mm-hmm. I believe we're all born with an earthly hunger for affirmation from a father, an earthly father. But we can get it from a heavenly father, okay? But when, when a child doesn't get it from an earthly father, he can oftentimes grow into an, an adult who seeks it in all kinds of unhealthy ways. I've got to prove myself as a man, I become a workaholic. Or I take the opposite approach, and I just say I decide my father isn't worth it. I'll show him what a poor dad he was. I'll just become a worthless bum. And we see that being played out, um, those two consequences of fatherlessness in our culture. Um, About 85 to 90% of the men who are in prison today grew up without a father. Mm. So we've got tons of social science research that says father involvement improves academic performance. It improves mental health. It reduces teen pregnancy. It reduces suicide ideation. We, we, just, we just know these things are true. And, and um, so part of what has happened is there's been a loss of respect for authority in our culture. And that's what dads bring. Moms bring nurturing and relationship, mm-hmm. but dads bring authority to the family. And when authority is set aside, you know, I'm, I may be attacked as being sexist here, but kids know mom can be manipulated in a way that they cannot manipulate dad. It's that, true. It's, that's it's, right. It's, it's in the kid handbook. Somewhere. It's true. Okay? That's right. So when there's no dad in the picture, and, and I have the deepest respect for single moms, okay, the deepest respect for single moms, but they do not parent the same way a father would. They're just they're not they're not biologically designed, and they get wore out real easily with the demands of being a single mom, because mm-hmm. they've got to do everything. So, yes, uh, we we support marriage in our in our teaching. Um, we support family reconciliation uh, in what we do. So, the work that's being done with Spokane Fatherhood Initiative. Indeed, you've been a part of it. And can you share a little bit more about your experience on these classes that dads have taken, you know, to to um, equip themselves how to be a father? Just the, the fact that these these men, as, as you have seen, Ron, over and over, um, the vicious cycle of fatherlessness. Yeah. So they come into the classes and here they are, they've already had so many different issues and things that they've had to battle with throughout their lives. It's not that they don't love their kids, but because they haven't had what a real father should be about modeled to them, a lot of them, they just, 
they really don't understand. And so when, you know, you, you see as, as the class goes on and, and the men getting more and more involved in the curriculum and learning all of these different skills and being encouraged and not feeling like they're alone, all of a sudden it's like the, the, the lights are coming on and you can see that and the change that takes place over the weeks in the lives of these dads and, and being built up and having that confidence that, yes, I can do this. Um, I, I can be the dad that my kids need. You know, I can learn how to interact with mom so that kids have a healthier environment and atmosphere that they're growing up in. It is just, it, it's transformative. So um, I just wanted to add that they haven't had it modeled, so they need some reparenting, if you or re- yeah. retraining. Mm-hmm. Sure, they retraining need to, to see. Yeah. Well, I think the sad thing is, too, that with a lot of these guys, there's there's confusion. It's like, you they know. They don't know their place exactly. anymore. Well, we are talking with Ron Howenstein, the director of Spokane Fatherhood Initiative, or SPOFI, and Shine's very own Dee Marie, who's also been involved quite a bit with the Spokane Fatherhood Initiative, educating men, training them, equipping them, giving them, let's say, the tools, giving them the tool belt and the tools to be a father. And, uh, you know, you're not born with an instruction book, sadly. I mean, we've got the Bible, but when the nuts and bolts of being a dad, and maybe you've had some troubles, you've had some struggles in your life, and you've made some bad decisions, and you want to get your life on track, you want to be the dad that your kids deserve, well, Spokane Fatherhood Initiative, is there to the rescue. So, Ron and Dee, who goes to these classes? Who can go to these classes? Um, we we get a fair number from um, addiction recovery programs. Uh, we are getting a very steady number now of men who are in work release. They're still technically in prison, but they're living in a oh, group house. Every, uh-huh. every one of our classes this year, I think, has had a guy wearing an ankle monitor. Uh, increasingly, we're, we're getting men who are involved in the child welfare system. They're in, involved in court trying to get custody of their children, trying to, trying to get more parenting time for their kids. So, uh, But these classes are open any dad. Uh, we, we market and promote the classes among dozens of social service agencies, state employees, and, uh, and churches. Right, and right. So, but, but any dad is welcome. And our guys say any, any dad would benefit you know, from these classes. Oh. Do you find that men just really go, oh, finally, I can get with a bunch of guys and talk about this stuff? It, it's quite not quite as easy as women talking <laughs> to each other, of course. But um, one of the things I learned is that men do better in group therapy than in individual counseling. Mm-hmm. There's something very threatening to a man about sitting across from a counselor who's going to say, tell me about your feelings. Mm-hmm. How did that make you feel? And part of it is biological. Men don't oftentimes know how they feel right away, especially. Right. Um, Dr. Michael Gurian, who's on our advisory board and the author of 34 books and the New York Times bestseller, uh, has taught us a lot of things uh, about how to counsel men. And uh, one of them is to avoid that word feelings and simply say, what, what did you think about that? How did, what, did that, what did you think in response to that situation? Because the way men's brains are wired, we're not connected to our feelings nearly as well as women are. Women have this white matter that connects all parts of their brain, 10 times more white matter than, than men do. So it's, it's really unfair. Okay. And back to what we were talking about earlier, here's, here's an intriguing question. We all are familiar, sadly, with mass shootings. Yeah. People enter 
concerts or school buildings or supermarkets. Mm -hmm. How many of the shooters have been women? I can't think of any. Why? Women have the same access to guns. They play the same video games. They go to the same schools. Why wouldn't women be just as susceptible to those outbursts of violence as men? Hmm. I don't know. Why? Well, our culture does not understand the difference between aggression and violence. And we have a system that wants to tell boys to stop being aggressive and bottle up all that testosterone and energy that's in boys, sit still, be quiet. Uh, Moms have to do this, you know. They don't have dads to roughhouse with where they learn boundaries for their behavior, mm. okay? So mm. it's, it's, a, it's a little more complex than, than all of that, but this is part of it, is, is a, a boy that's told to act more and more feminine, okay, and, and is criticized when he doesn't perform as well as a girl in a class, okay, criticized as, as his parents for being inadequate in all kinds of ways, he's going to bottle up all that anger, and pretty soon it's going to explode. Now, the same thing can happen with women, but it doesn't seem to. Women somehow seem to react differently, or maybe we don't treat them the same way. Uh, but it's, it's, it's an intriguing question that Warren Farrell, who wrote The Boy Crisis, posits. Why? Why aren't girls doing this? And <clears throat> until someone steps in and breaks the cycle, our, our social condition is going to continue to deteriorate. This is such important work that you guys are doing at the Spokane Fatherhood Initiative. Our guest today, Ron Howenstein, he's the director of SPOFI, along with our own Shine DeMarie, who's helped out quite a bit with the SPOFI program. So these are classes or programs to equip dads to be fathers, to be strong leaders for their kids, to be the dad that their kids need, that their kids deserve. So do you guys swap dumb dad jokes at some of these classes? Uh, no, no one interrupts me. <laughs> Are you kidding? So Ron has just been crowned the king of dad jokes. Every class starts with at least three dad jokes, if not more. It, it's just a thing. I have. So what, what's your favorite dumb dad joke? Can I call them dumb dad or just oh, dad jokes? Gosh, I just say gosh, d- my, dad jokes. My favorite list. Why do cows have hooves instead of feet? Why? Because they lactose. (laughs) (laughs) And I've heard these over and over, and I still laugh. I love them. Last week, I broke my arm in two places, so I went to the doctor. He said, stop going to those places. (laughs) (laughs) What was that other one that you shared a little bit ago, though? You shared another one that was super funny. What do you call someone who only believes in only 12.5% of the Bible? Okay, this is definitely a man joke because it involves math, and I know exactly. men love to do math. So it would be an atheist. An atheist. Because 12.5%, one-eighth atheist. And Ron, you know, we really appreciate the work that you are doing with Spofi and with dads. <laughs> really appreciate As a single mom, I can say I appreciate the work that yeah. you are doing. So we would like to award you. We have a Shine Gives Back program, and so we would like to help you out with your rent. I mean, it's not quite the, the entire amount, but... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm holding a check in my hand. Am I allowed to say how much? Sure. For $2,000. Yay. From Shine. Do you feel loved or what? Well, yes. Appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> 
Love no, it. Thank I you love so it. much. This is fabulous. We deeply appreciate Shine's support, and uh, that's how people have heard about us. You're a very important part of what we're doing. And Ron Howenstein, the director of Spokane Fatherhood Initiative, thank you so much for taking a few minutes to share with us tonight about your amazing organization, what you got going on, the healing that you're bringing into fatherhood and relationships with your children. Our website is very simple, spofi.org, S-P-O-F-I dot org. Shine 104.1